Hey, hey, this is James J.T. Thompson from Big Woo Radio. Hats off to you, Couture. Everything is made, not manufactured. Your one-stop shop for handmade hats and more. How to get in touch with them? www.etsy.com slash shop slash hats off to you, Couture. Officially endorsed by Big Woo Radio. Radio. Listen to Big Woo Radio. Y'all hear what I say? I want y'all to listen to Big Woo Radio. This is Big Woo Radio, a station for the people, by the people, serving Rock Hill, South Carolina, and surrounding areas, Charlotte, North Carolina, and surrounding areas, serving worldwide at BigWooRadio.com. Thank you so much for listening. Welcome back to the program, 704-489-3316. That's how you get in if you want to get in. Redeem team or the dream team? Who you got? Uh, thanks, everybody, listening live at BigWoolRadio.com. Everybody download the Big Wool Radio app in your Google Play Store and all our folks that search us out on the podcast app. If you're just joining the program, you can always go back and listen to the program in its entirety on all of your all of your outlets that you're listening to uh, your podcast, whether it's iHeart, TuneIn, iTunes, Spotify, um, or whatever other outlets there are for podcasts nowadays. Um yeah, we was talking about the Redeem team with the uh, LeBron and Kobe and some other guys, Chris Bosh, Chris Paul, and all those guys that were kind of in their early stages in their career. And then you had the Dream Team with Jordan and Pippen and Barkley and Magic and Bird and the White. I mean, um, David Robinson. And, uh, so we unanimously, almost except JT, JT went with the Redeem team and everybody else went with the. Uh, dream team um but now i want to focus your attention on the golf game that's being played uh might still be on but uh tom brady and phil mickelson was going up against um uh, tiger woods and peyton manning in a in a matchup and charles barkley was there and giving his little his his heckling uh to tom brady and tom brady kind of kind of played good on this particular hole that he was being heckled and uh and uh, but this is it was a, it was a fundraiser for COVID nineteen, of course, and a lot of people were donating. It's a it's a good thing for for fundraising. But any of you guys interested? I mean, were you interested? In, did you know about it? Uh, JT, let me start with you. Did you uh, did you um, know about this going on? And and did did it pique your interest at all? Yeah, I, I heard about it going on, and I actually liked the uh, fact of way that how they went about pairing it. Uh, um, give you something different because it would have been boring if it had just been Tiger and Phil again. So, I mean, they added an extra element to it, and I think that was cool and definitely for a great cause. And uh, I did have did um you know hear about it and see about it, and I thought it was you know great. Um, during this time where we you know we have very little competitive sports to look to, um, it was a good, it was another refreshing uh you know moment and to be able to watch and see some guys in some different elements. I mean, a lot of guys like golf um, yeah. and like to golf. So you got to see some insight on that. So I thought it was pretty cool. 
Uh, Donnie, does, is this fixing your um, is this fixing your 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 sports uh, desires? Is this, is this helping you get through <laughs> the uh, nah, COVID with no sports? No, <laughs> no, nah, not at all. I'll be honest with you. I hadn't even heard of it, and had you not mentioned it just now, I probably still wouldn't have because mm. I don't watch much TV now that we have no sports. And had I heard about it, this doesn't draw me back to the TV. I'm not a huge golf fan to begin with, especially not watching live on TV. And if Peyton and Tom ain't throwing a football, then, you know, I don't really, I don't want to see them shooting hoops, throwing baseball or nothing else. Like, you know, so it, I understand how to do it. Now, and I'm, I'm happy. I think it will be entertaining in some, but to me, no, that won't draw me back to the television. At yeah. All. I mean, more, more so for, for golf, uh, I, I guess, enthusiasts. Um, and I guess they were just trying to try something to bring more people in, maybe get some more ratings because of the fact that there's no sports and, you know, uh, people are at home anyway. So you're like, Hey, let's, let's throw Tom Brady and Peyton Manning in there. Maybe we get some more, more people to watch, uh, since there is no football, uh, JB is uh, any, any interest in, in this golf matchup? Nah, not really. I knew about it, but. I've been, I've been, I've been watching a lot of races. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And and, and outside of racing, you know, motor, you know, motorbike, superbike, NASCAR, Formula One. You know, they even though they had a, uh, they're doing the video stuff now. Um, another thing, man, <clears throat> is I've been watching a lot of old boxing matches. You know what I'm saying? So. Outside of that, man, it's it's really not much to really catch my eye. You know what I'm saying? That's just basically what I've been catching. I've been yeah. really tuning in. It was a, it's a lot of good fights out there. If you want to catch some good amateur fights, go back to HBO. Go to uh, back to HBO and watch ESPN when they used to have Friday night boxing. Yeah. And you'll see some great fights, man. Yeah, okay, uh, Big Les, uh, what are you doing to uh, get your uh, sports fix? And is this uh, working for you with the uh, golf match? Um, actually, I didn't even know it was going on until mm. um, my friend in Florida told me about it. Um, now, I mean, I, I was already kind of simmering down from a lot of sports anyway, you know, prior to the COVID. Mm. Um, I kind of backed off from football with the Colin Kaepernick thing a little bit. And the NBA, man, is just not – that's not basketball to me. Like, I'm, mm. you know, a lot, of the, a lot of the way that they play the NBA now – Man, it's 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 no it's no fundamentals the way they play the you know the way they, they don't play defense and yeah. you know I just I just just hard for me to, to to get into it I mean I'll watch a game but they don't play defense like they did in the nineties man and I don't they don't you know we don't have to have all the hand checking but you know some of the best games were those games that was eighty five eighty seven and ninety two ninety three yeah and um you think we get back I'm to just, that at some point no. No, they're not. They they won't no. get back to that because it's not really what the people want to see. And you got to remember, that's our generation. This yeah. is a new generation that they fed mm-hmm. this NBA too. So it's gonna be it's gonna be different. But I mean, just little like okay, just little things like things I can't stand about the NBA. A guy will take a shot, and everybody on the offense, nobody goes and rebounds. They all mm-hmm. stand on the perimeter. They all want to shoot the three. Hmm. They close out. I mean, if you if you in a, if you do a scouting report, you know if Steph Curry is going to shoot a shot, and you're closing out on him, 
stay in front of me. If he hits the shot, he hit it. But these guys will fly by, go into the stands. Then he looks at him. He takes a dribble, smoke a cigarette, and then he <laughs> launches it. You know, and then he makes it. That that type of basketball burns me up, man. That's not to me. That's yeah. not basketball. But yeah. I haven't really watched me. I've been trying to read a little more, get my house together. And work on a few other projects, man, to really try to better myself. That's yeah, what I've been doing. No doubt. Hey, Wu. Uh, it's a good hey, opportunity. Real quick, hey, Wu, if I can say this real quick, what the difference, if you think about it, um, I think that 72-10 and 10 Chicago Bulls team held the Utah Jazz to, what, 59 points or 61 points in the playoff game. Mm-hmm. It was like a, uh, mm-hmm. yeah. a career low. Yeah. And then yeah. when we look at Clay Thompson scored 37 points in a quarter. Think about that. So when you look at the difference of the game now versus the game that we used to watching, that's a huge that's a huge difference. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. it's a tough. It's it's, it's definitely different. Uh, Pastor Fight, what are you doing to get your uh, sports fix? And is the uh, golf match uh, interesting to you at all? Well, I'll start with the second question. Um, so the golf match. I would have to say yes and no. Uh, I do play golf, uh, mm-hmm. so I'm intrigued uh, by the interest of Tom Brady and Peyton Manning playing alongside. I saw a couple of clips where Peyton was talking a lot of trash. They did a promo mm-hmm. at one of the late late night talk show hosts' house, and I can't remember who it was exactly, but it was pretty entertaining to see some of the promotional clips and stuff like that. Uh, however, I I knew it was coming on, but I ain't had no intention of watching it. I thought I was going to catch the highlights. Uh, I'm not going to sit there three hours um, to see some good shots and some bad shots. I'll just get all the good shots on ESPN tomorrow morning. And uh, that be the most I watch it. Um, but, but that's just as entertaining as marble racing for me right now. Uh, uh, yeah. Wow. Uh, I didn't know it was a thing. Uh, actually, uh, marble racing is really a thing. It and, absolutely um, is. It, I watched it. it. It's just like NASCAR kind of. They got these particular marbles. And, you know, you know sports is going bad when you find marble racing. Marble racing. Absolutely. <laughs> absolutely. It's, you know, it's, you know it's a trip you brought that up just a couple of weeks ago, I was over at my son's house and I was watching marble racing with him. And I thought at first, man, this is stupid. But I sat there and watched uh, like two or three races. <laughs> they, have, they have them in the dirt. They got, they got like a, uh, like a course where they go through the dirt and they, 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 somebody is taking the time to pave out these tracks for marbles. Uh, they're, they're yep. actual, and they got obstacles, they got jumps and they got, it's like, I, I was I was intrigued at first. I thought, what a what a dumb idea! And then you see all, and they have a dude commentating going around, and every marble has a name, That's and right. and the guy is commentating on wow. just like it was a NASCAR race, and it was I was it was exciting. I don't, I, don't know what to say. <laughs> I was I was excited. I picked me a marble, and my marble won, and it was even more exciting. I was like, oh my god. Uh, you know the thing that, that I saw when you brought it up a couple of weeks ago, I'm sitting there watching, um, I'm flipping back and forth, um, watching 30 for 30 in, in NASCAR, and then I see uh, ACL, American Cornhole League, <laughs> at the sports complex championship in the yes, sports complex in Sparky, and I'm like, are you serious? You know what <laughs> oh, I'm saying? And I, and I found myself for like 10 minutes watching them play cornhole, bro. You know what um, I mean? 
Look, there is also a thumb wrestling competition. There's a thumb wrestling league. <laughs> Dude, this is no joke. And it's like tons of people was out there watching this. Not watch TV, not sound regretful at all, right there. Thumb wrestling. I like see Wow. I, yeah, I just seen thumb wrestling. I didn't seen axe throwing. I didn't seen marble racing. I didn't, I didn't, I not seen it all. I thought I seen everything. I'll tell you something. I bet you didn't know. Whoop. What's that? Michael Michael Jordan used to have uh, a motorcycle team. Jordan, yeah. Oh yeah, um, I knew that. I knew that. A, a motorcycle uh, racing yeah, team. He, yeah. he had. A, I used. Yeah, he was. He was. He was. Um, he had an AMA Superbike team. Yeah. He had. Uh, he had actually. He had one of the first black dudes riding for him, but for Suzuki, he was mm. riding on the Suzuki bike. Oh, okay, yeah, but but yeah, yeah I did I did see a thing on uh, Michael Jordan when he when he did have that uh, motorcycle racing team. I don't, I don't guess he has it anymore, but I don't hear much about it. All right, seven zero four forty nine three three one six. Um, what y'all think about the golf? Anyway, we're gonna move on. <laughs> I uh, <laughs> I really don't care what they think, uh, but I do want to know what you guys think about stadiums going forward. I mean, I know we talked about this before. Maybe, uh, I don't know, Pastor Fight had mentioned that maybe they should start moving into um, smaller venues and try to do social distancing. And and I'm just thinking to myself, I'm like, the only, the only way we get back to seeing full arenas, if we get back there with, you know, $100,000 college arenas and, watching games with all those fans. Uh, NASCAR went ahead and started doing no fans. They, they like, they're racing and they're, they're winning at the end. And it, I haven't actually got to see it, but I, I got to imagine that that was kind of weird and anything new is going to be weird. But um, big less, do you feel like we're going to ever get back to full stadiums, guys playing in front of a uh, big audience or big audience or even even concert venues. I mean, uh, do you think we're going to get back there before we have a cure for COVID? If we have a cure for COVID or vaccine or whatever, do you think we'll ever get back to those arenas again? Um the future I I I don't know. I mean, I'm going to be I to say that we are we're not I don't know. I mean, the biggest thing now that they're talking about, you know, if they, they get a vaccine, you know, maybe they'll find a way to to slow this down or stop it. Yeah. Um, I, 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 that's that's a hard, you know, that's that's hard to, to, to really say if that's going to happen. I, I guess the um, real question is, would you be if they if they gave the OK, it was like, hey, everybody's clear. You can go to games, watch games, get your ticket, go sit in the stadium, watch a, a game. Would would you take the risk, you know, let's say a year from now, uh, and go to a Ohio State game with a, a packed house, and and go into let's say with I mean without them having a a, a cure, maybe a vaccine where you, you can get the vaccine and uh, it could probably uh, keep you from getting it uh, at some point. But um, would you go? Would you take the chance to go to a stadium without a cure for COVID? Um, probably, probably not, but you know, it just, it just depends. Like, like right now it's too early to tell. Cause we're still learning things about it. 
Right. So I, you know, it would yeah. all it would based on what do I know about it? What are like now they're saying like it doesn't stay on surfaces and you can't you know that's not on there a long period of time. So now you they're saying you can touch things. So this is new. It's going to ever be changing until they find a cure to stop it. So tomorrow they may say, well, if you if you if you take a crap outside of your house, you're going to catch it. You know. So mm. we just have to. We just have to wait and see and see how it develops. I know if they do come out with a vaccine, I won't be taking it. Yeah. But you, yeah, so I don't know. It's just I, I, but to answer that question to be so far in the future. Yeah. I mean, this this is one thing that I guess is day to day. I guess. Yeah, day to day, week to week, hour to hour. Uh, JB, I mean, what 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 is it looking like uh, for you? I mean, as far as getting the okay to go back into arenas. <laughs> I don't think so. I mean, especially when you think about college football, I think it's irresponsible to put these kids' health and lives at risk to go make money that they're not going to, they won't even benefit from. One, two, there's no vaccination. And, you know, we, 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 we really have to start really thinking about lives. You know, a lot of people think this is a joke, but 100,000 people passing away that we know of that's that that this isn't this isn't a game so i don't think entertainment is that important to put people's lives at risk professional right. basketball players are much different and we have to consider this too even though these kids are in college insurance companies have have made amendments and changed a lot of their insurance policies even though these players in college are have insurance plans you get this virus under a wartime or during a pandemic they're not compensated if they lose their football career. So, you know, we really have to take all these things into consideration. Well, Pastor Fight, when it comes down to when it comes down to professional sports, how how will they survive? I mean, if if there's no if you can't fill the stadium, you can't fill the arena, how would they survive? I mean, higher price higher ticket prices, higher you know, subscriptions to, to watch the games. I mean, how how can they possibly survive? Well, NASCAR MMA, they're they're not surviving based off the ticket sales and concessions. They're surviving off of television contracts. Mm-hmm. Majority mm-hmm. of these leagues majority of these leagues, professional leagues, the bulk of the money for owners come with the, the collection of bargain agreement with the with the, the actual league. Mm-hmm. And so their obligation is to fill the stadium so that they can fulfill a television contract. That's why eighty percent of the stadium was already sold before the game is even played because 80% mm-hmm. of every stadium is ticket season ticket holders. So they get mm-hmm. that money guaranteed um, mm-hmm. so that they can fulfill their television contracts. That's why they do it that way. That's why George Shannon and right. the, the Hornets was in Charlotte had the longest sellout, but nobody was in the stands because the seats were sold, <laughs> but nobody came to the game. Please, <laughs> <laughs> so please. So we got to understand the nature of business. The nature of these these leagues are not going to suffer for a financial place because season ticket holders will continue to pay their premium in order to hold their seat, even though they can't go to a game. Because they know when they're opening back up, they want to still be able to have their seat. So they're going to pay the cost anyway, even with no games. If uh, if they're open back up. I mean, yeah, if they're What's open that? back up. If they're open back up. Now, what, do you do you foresee... Uh, let me let me ask Donnie. Do you foresee 
the um the 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 price tag for players i mean if this doesn't change are you are the players going to still be able to get these mega million dollar contracts without butts in the stands and you know i know the tv deal is is one thing but i mean is it, is it going to pay all the salaries and all that too and and give the the owners the profits that they like to have on a yearly basis I'm not sure. That's uh, you know, like you said, that's going to be a very fluid situation, and there's going to be as new information comes out, it's going to have to be some deals renegotiated, whether NFL or, or NBA or whatever has to go on a pay-per-view system and abandon the contracts that they have with places like ESPN and take that lump sum, you know, loss. It's, it's going to be having to be so many different things to take place in order for the a keep payers players paid and to keep, you know, employees that aren't generating, you know, any income, so to speak, for the team, such as the training staff that you got to have, the blah, blah, blah. Now, by not opening the stadiums and not having fans there, you don't have to pay for concessions, security, and things of that nature. But once a game is played, you do have to have at least those some type of people running something in that in that thing that have to be paid. So yeah. if you're not making any money off the ticket sales to help the offset and all you're getting is TV income, then that's going to end up going towards players' salaries more so than anything. Mm-hmm. And then owners are going to start taking L's at that point in time. So And, and they're not in it for free. So then if they're not going to get their money and the TV shows, they're going to stop putting that product out there. So it's going to be so – it's a fluid situation. There's going yeah. to be so much going on. But there are going to definitely have to be new deals made between players and owners, owners and networks, uh, the NFL in general, and, and TV. It's just going to be – if this situation continues as is or gets worse, then it's going to just have to be some astronomical changes, unprecedented changes made in order for us to be able to enjoy NFL football and players to still make a decent income. Absolutely. JT, you got to open another The average NFL team is worth what? Four or five billion dollars, right? Cowboys are worth the most. So, yeah, around four or five billion. Okay, right. You're right. So, you're telling me if you got a salary cap of 200 million, 200 million versus a few billion, um, huge difference. So the owners hey, could, actually, they, they could actually put this deal if they wanted football out there and still recoup the money because <laughs> when you look at revenue sharing for NFL, like the pastor say, the business of jersey sales and, 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 and uh, memorabilia, and, uh, uh, you know, they getting their money. At the end of the day, the players don't make money if they're not playing. So they 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 could foot this bill if they wanted to. How come they can't nah, make the sacrifice? When you go with net worth, that's the ability to make. They don't have that. Like if you your net worth is a billion dollars, you don't have a billion dollars. That means that you have the ability to generate that type of money. So therefore, this is your value. You're going to over time. You don't have that money on deck. That money comes daily. You know, it comes. It's a fluid situation. You're getting your. I don't know how exactly the collective bargaining agreement is worked out or how the contract deals are. But long story short, those teams don't have two. If you're worth two billion dollars, doesn't mean you have two billion dollars in actual cash on deck to spend. You may only have two hundred million available and then of course over the course of the season you would have been generating different levels of income from all of the streams that you just made available but that's where your network comes in the companies the teams don't have that type of cash just sitting around available they start spending out and not bringing in they're going to be broke real quick big woo uh yeah go ahead ahead, pass 
Uh, I, I I read an article this week where the NCAA has just released certain sports uh, for volunteer workouts, and football was one of those sports. Uh, so starting June 1st, uh, players can voluntarily uh, work out with, with their respective trainers and teams uh, on the college level. Now, I, I fundamentally have a problem with that because if I think about this logically, if my draft status is going to be predicated upon how much field time I can actually get if there is a season, the problem that I have is why would I sit at home when I know the guy I'm playing behind or in front of rep is at the at the stadium or at school working out right now with our train? Mm. Like I'm a, I'm gonna go even though probably shouldn't because physical health to right. do. Hello. We lose your pass. So, or okay. it's my spot. I get working out right now. Especially if the university has a brand new coach. Yeah. And now you got to learn a brand new system. Why would I sit at home when he get more on time? Yep. Hands on time with the coach. Yeah. Yeah. That's understood. That's understood. Uh, JT, you got an over and under for us? Yeah. All right. Hold tight. Is it over? Is it under? It's time for JT's Over Under. Over Under. Over Under. Over Under. Over Under. All right, JT, what you got for us, brother? Oh, um, one more time, JT. Give me, give, give me, give me that one more time. Yeah. Um. So, I want each of y'all brothers to think about if you could be a commissioner of any of the ma- five, five what are the major sports leagues in the country, which one would you pick, and how would you make that league better? All right, Donnie. Let's start um, with you. Can I go first on this? Yeah. I'm, I'm gonna go ahead. I'm gonna take the NBA. And the first thing I'm going to do is piss a whole lot of people off, and I'm going to take away the three-point line. Yeah, you can shoot <laughs> because you want, but you're only getting two points for it. So I advise you to get a little closer. And then maybe, just maybe, we'll get a little bit more inside play and guys going to the basket a little bit more. So, you know, the only the elite, the Clays, the Stephs, and those guys that really can shoot will take their time to actually shoot from that deep if all you're going to get is the same amount of points you're getting for a layup. So first thing I'm doing is taking away the three point line. Let's get to look at these two popping. Get to the cup, young man. Oh wow, yeah, you're gonna definitely piss a lot of people off. <laughs> JB, what are you doing? Oh, oh yeah, careful. J- yeah, oh yeah. JB, um, I would go to the NFL and and um, I would definitely make salaries guaranteed for one and give the defense more freedom to hit like they used to hit instead of these ticky-tack calls that we get right now, you know. So um, that's what I would like to see. I like to see quarterbacks have to play under pressure like Marino, Airway, and Montana did. And then let's see if they're really as great as they are. Let's even it back out. All right, Big Les. Man, I would probably do the NBA. And I would definitely bring back the one-and-one. So where they, you know, where you got to, you know, you got to bake, you know, you got to have, I bring the one and one back. And I think the other mm. thing I would do, I wouldn't bring so, cause I think you need to earn it at the end of the game, man. That's two shots to get on my nerves. And the other thing 
I think um, I would do maybe not so much bring back hand checking, but I would bring back something to tighten up the defense a little bit. Because these, mm. these 121s and 115 scores, man, I, I just can't. It's not entertaining to me. Nobody plays. I, I think you know more people get fired. More people get fired up playing defense than you do offense. I mean, mm. it's just me. Pass the fight. Uh, I got disconnected. I didn't hear the old one. Oh, okay. Uh, would you go ahead, JT? J- anyway, if you could be a commissioner over any of the. Um, any other leagues, which one would you take and what would you change over that league? Oh, wow. Uh, I would choose Major League Baseball. I mean, they make more money than anybody. And the first thing I'd change is the commission of salary. I mean, <laughs> I'll also shorten the league. I will shorten the games. They play entirely too many too games. Too many games. Um, <laughs> yes, indeed. So, um, uh, yeah. That's that. I mean, I'm going for the money. I don't know what everybody else. I heard rules and points and all that. Else. I can't mm. let. Um, as long as we fill in these arenas and I'm getting my check, um, <laughs> we all good. MLB don't have a salary cap, um, and they got, you know, uh, they play during the day and at night sometimes. But yep. uh, yeah, season too long. I'll shorten that up a little bit. Uh, they play too many double game head back to back. Yeah. Uh, too many days in a row. I mean, it lasts just about all year long, except about two, three months. Uh, and then in those months, they in training camp. So yeah. it's entirely too long. Too um, long. So too much. Uh, too that, much. that's what I do. Uh, I would take. Uh, I would go be the, the the commissioner of hockey, and I would shut it down. We don't need it no more. It's over. <laughs> <laughs> shut it down. Close it up. Don't do that. Get some. Wow. Turn all those places into uh, for figure skating or something like that. I don't know, uh, but and then I would go and take the job over for Roger Goodell because I mean forty four million dollars a year. I think I'll take that all day. Let me get that, and uh, that's it, man. That's all we got. Jerry Jones paying him real good. Paying him real good, real good. <laughs> <laughs> And we still can't get a Super Bowl. Good gracious! <laughs> and, and y'all, and y'all, like you bragged, you said y'all worth the most money. Shoot, y'all got yeah. it going on. We do. Yeah, trophies dusty in a And don't want to give Dak no money. I know. We, he gonna get his money. He gonna get his money. And told his players, y'all better, boy, you better stand for that flag. We don't do that here in Dallas. He. He tell you what you're gonna do, boy. <laughs> yeah. Oh, oh, oh. Yeah. Well, well, they all they all if ended up kneeling. If any players on the Cowboys kneel, they won't play. But we're gonna kneel because we don't like what the president says. So I'm gonna stand in solidarity with you, boys. This next week you gonna go back to doing what I say, do all right? Yeah. Okay. Whatever. Whatever. Anyway. <laughs> Thank y'all for joining the program. Appreciate you fellas hanging out with us. Uh, we'll be back on Tuesday. We got my man DJ Cool in the building on Tuesday on the Brutally Honest Show with the poetic goddess Nyana Renee, JB, Mr. 299, the legendary DJ Cool, MC DJ uh, from DC. The go-go rapper himself will be 
on the Bruliana Show on Big Wolf Radio. Then we'll be back Friday with myself, Nima Shining Star L, and JT. And of course, we'll be here to do it all again next Sunday on Off Topic Sports with the Fellas. JT, what you got going on, man? Nothing. I mean, it's all about DJ Cool, man. It's all about Tuesday night, ruling on at 7 p.m., man. That's the focus, man. I mean, tune in because it's going to be an epic show. That's what's up. JB, what you got going on, bro? Hey, Tuesday, 7 p.m. with the poetic goddess, Nayana Renee. Y'all want to tune in and hear her sexy thought? Hey, let's go in live with the, the legend himself, DJ Cool. It's going to be live. You heard me? Absolutely, no kids allowed on Tuesday night, please. No cheerings. Pastor Fight, what you got? What you got going on? Uh, the L. Uh, no nonsense. Women and Company Radio Show. Uh, it's one o'clock Central Standard Time. Uh, it start. I'll be on at three o'clock Eastern Standard Time. It's two o'clock Central Standard Time. Uh, that's a o radio c h i dot com, and uh, we'll be on uh, this Monday. No, actually, tomorrow's a holiday, so we off. Hey, yep. I got a day off, so oh, okay. a week from Monday. <laughs> <laughs> Every Monday <and> <laughs> Big yeah, Les, what so you up to? Every Monday and Wednesday. Oh, Monday and Wednesday. All right, Big Les, what you up to, man? Man, um, I'm actually working on a project. Um, finally got it off the ground, started production. So give me about give me about two or three weeks, man. You should be hearing from me on a little project I've been working on, but. Okay. I want to give a shout out to all the people, you know, who might be um, going through some tough times with this COVID-19, man, and just yeah. keep your head up and, um, you know, Big Woo Radio support y'all and let's go out here and make sure we try to help each other as best we can, man. We all That's need true. each other's help. It ain't about yeah. one being on one side or the other right now. It's about just being uni- unified, man, and just, just trying to get through this. Absolutely. Adonis Donnie Martin, what's going on, man? What's popping with you? Nothing, man. You know what it is. Check me out live right here next Sunday. I'm going to have a um, top 10 reasons why Wilt Chamberlain was the best man to ever step on the basketball court. And uh, I think I'm going to call in on Tuesday and just be a spectator and listen to y'all chop it up with Cool Hurt. Cool. He said Cool Hurt. Cool Hurt. <laughs> oh, who y'all say y'all like? DJ Cool. DJ Cool. <laughs> Oh, he said, cool. he said, 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 he Man, he went back with that one. Hey, man, he went back to the conception. Yeah, the conception. (laughs) The conception of hip hop. The birth. Yeah, that was what, 78? Yeah, at least least 78, yeah. Yeah. Uh, Well, actually, the jams took place maybe starting in like 77. Mm. 76, okay. 77. Yeah, yeah. yeah. and then uh, 79 was the first song that dropped with Fatback when they came out with... um, uh, King Tim the Third, and right behind that was the Sugar Hill Gang. Yep, absolutely. Mm-hmm. You got it. You got it. You the got it, Big Les. 
Uh, all right, so that's it, man. Thanks everybody for listening. Uh, we hope y'all have a great rest of your evening. Um, I think the rain has stopped here in wow. Van Mar Studio, so back to start grilling some more. And um, enjoy your Memorial Day, and thanks for your service for everybody that served in the military protecting our freedoms, and those veterans and those that are serving today. We thank you. We appreciate you. Uh, be safe. Uh, happy Memorial Day. So, on behalf of my man. James J.T. Thompson, Adonis Donnie Martin, J.B. Mr. 299, Nima Shining Star L, the Poetic Goddess Nyana Renee, Big Les, Lil Bucky, Pastor Fight, All About Us Radio, I'm Big Woo, this is Big Woo Radio, peace, God bless, we out. Yeah, you ready for Look, I fall back in order to avoid contamination The game is full of garbage, nothing about it that's motivating I listen to your bars, I'm disappointed in y'all Thought y'all was working, can't believe what I walked in on When I came through that door, folks said it at 94 Told my brother, everybody know that man got flow You're listening to Big Rule and Winnie The beast is dated, but the razor shall flow Believe it,